everybody. Welcome to the Always Booked Podcast. Hey, I'm Mike, and this is Jenny. And Jenny likes, uh, we're going to go over her two favorite foods today. And they are fireballs that have been washed off in a wave pool and hand jello. It's true. And that's why I'll never catch a virus. Um, I'm sitting here with Mike. And uh, according to a survey that I took for him earlier, if he had a Hallmark movie, this would be the plot of his pandemic Hallmark movie. You ready for this? Ready. Okay. It's so good. I'm sorry. A gray librarian finds himself stranded in his hometown during a pandemic lockdown after he came home to watch his childhood best friend, who he's still secretly in love with, get married. Against his better judgment, he falls in love with a ghost, and together they learn the true meaning of Christmas. Isn't that good? (laughs) So... Gray and librarian were both just like options based on like the color of the shirt you were wearing and um, the last drink you had, which was obviously hot tea. And they were like, okay, librarian. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, you you didn't even know that I was going to be a librarian. Like that was a choice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. But was it H for hot? Uh, No. Was it T for T? No, it was, um, it was just T. Like, I didn't pick a letter. It was just like, what's the last beverage oh, that you drank? Tea. And I was like, oh, it's tea, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then it said librarian. I just, I was really, really hoping for you to fall in love with the ghost. So that's why it you wanted. made me really yeah, happy. Yeah, so I had, the last thing I had were fries yeah. at lunch. Uh, Katie, Katie also was in love with the ghost, so she must have had fries too. Yeah. I fell in love with a librarian, so with a widowed town librarian. Oh, you know, so sweet. Yeah. We we kind of talked, I think, didn't we talk the other day, the fact that I like went to college, like the guy that lived at the end of the hall um, my freshman year uh, was in a Hallmark movie. Yes. Like, it, not just like a guy in the, like he was the lead character in this Hallmark yeah. movie. Yeah, because when you said the name of the movie, I was like, I love that movie. Yeah. I know exactly who he played. Yeah. So, I mean, and he was a, a, a super nice guy, but he only lived in the dorm for a year. So, um, whenever we saw him and like the rumors started spreading, like. That guy who was in, in the, I guess we can say his, like, his name's Lee Coco. And so Lee Coco was opposite Lacey Chabert or whatever in the in the Hallmark movie of the year last year or two years ago. For those of you that don't know, Lacey is Mean Girls. She's Golden Earrings, yeah. My Hair's Full of Secrets, girl from yeah. Mean Girls. Yeah. And, and she's also in a ton of Hallmark movies. Yeah, because all of those, like, actresses in that age range that were in things like Mean Girls and... Uh, party of five and like all of those girls have all been in in hallmark movies at this point i love it it's very exciting yeah and i love hallmark movies so very cool all right let's uh well we can't just slide past the fact that i said your two favorite foods are (laughs) atomic fireballs that you've washed in a wave pool and hand jello and you're like yep that's them (laughs) i was trying to yep no okay fine when i was a kid I had a season pass to a water park called Water Wonderland in Midland. It was really magical. I still have a se- this one of the season passes in my wallet. We need to add that to the... Yeah, yeah. to this day. Um, what you'll find is that I look exactly the same. I just always looked like a 30-year-old woman, <laughs> I guess. Um, anyway, I loved it there. My mom would drop us off or she would lay in the sun and sleep and eat atomic fireball she'd bring a bag one for her and one for us 
And that's, oh boy, I hit the microphone. <laughs> that's what she would give us. Um, and they were too hot for me. So I would just put them in the wave pool till the hot stuff came off and then I would eat them. And now I realize I drank a lot of pee. Yeah, it's not great. Like there's there's nothing good that can come out of putting things inside that wave pool and then deciding my I mouth mean, is where this should go. Listen, that's probably not the worst thing. Like there was also an elephant in the little kid's pool and water shot out of his trunk and Katie and I would just <laughs> drink Three out of it. Out of like, well, yeah. we were thirsty after all those pieces of candy. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, okay, it was something weird that we did. Yeah. And then also, we ate at First Cafeteria a lot, which still to this day is my favorite restaurant. If somebody's like, what's your favorite restaurant? I'm going to say First Cafeteria. Um, And when we did this thing where when one of us, me and my sister, when one of us would go to the bathroom, the other one would pick, you know, you had got those jello squares, and we would pick the jello square up and just like toss it around as fast as we could for as long as we could till we saw him coming back, and then we'd set it back down. We called it hand jello. <laughs> And then we would just wait for the person to take a bite and be like, ooh, this has been in your hands. Jello. But you can obviously tell when somebody's been touching your jello because jello is very see through until you start handling it. Yeah. And it's like, it gets very foggy. Yeah. And it has a distinct taste when it's been tossed around enough times. Uh, I think that's the end of our podcast today. (laughs) I don't want to think about that ever again. Isn't it a wonder that I have multiple health problems no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no yeah well so you're you're obviously team first so i i grew up in fort worth and i'm team lubies um i don't know if, well i know that there are other lubies in the state um, obviously there there was a huge tragedy that happened in one uh in waco so were there, were there lubies cafeterias where you were heck yes okay so one on andrews highway and i look i love both of them yeah. i just liked furs because of their square fish, but and Maybe because square fish, no, they don't. Oh and it's gosh. pecan crusted. No, neither one of those things is true. But from someone who every time had the fried fish with potatoes, um, with chocolate pie, and with a cheese little block square, almost like a cheese stick. That's my favorite part about Luby's. That you could get the cheese stick. Yeah, and it was like obviously hand wrapped by so the hand- cashier lady. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I would have like a bite of fish and a bite of cheese, and then maybe some mashed potatoes it was wonderful like no i definitely remember like eating there as a kid but now every lubies all their fish is almond and pecan crusted are there any lubies left i thought they were all closing yeah uh today when i i went to um drop off a laptop a laptop to get (laughs) fixed whatever um at the technology center and there's a lubies right next to it yeah and i was like what a treat and i remembered that lubies because i've been there before i went like two years ago and was like this is garbage i can't eat i can eat cafeteria style dining if it's full of nuts yeah so whatever first is the bomb yeah it'll never be the same because like they can't put the tartar sauce out at the end of the (laughs) line anymore for you to just freely put your spoon in um and i like really liked that even when it would like sometimes i usually would eat there at lunch but sometimes i like to go there at night with my friend michael james when we were in high school because at night um, on like certain nights there was this couple and they would like set up a booth and um, sell like cassette tapes but it wasn't like them singing it was just cassette tapes from their house <laughs> and we loved that and so we would go at night but when you go at night like the tartar sauce has like a little film on it because it's been sitting there for a long time yeah but I was like I don't care 
So furs, like when we were in high school, there was a lot of furs talk. But furs, like right at the end of high school, maybe when I was in college, um, went to an all-you-can-eat like thing. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, so like you could go back for a double piece of fish if you wanted to. That was always kind of weird to me that, that it was that way. Um, M- Mandy actually doesn't like Luby's because she feels like, and we used to go to Luby's a lot. Like that was my mom's place. Like on Sunday afternoon, we go to Luby's. Um, Mandy doesn't like Luby's because she felt like, no matter what she got, it was always like $18 at the end. And she's like, I don't understand what happens here where everything that I get is like double charged. She's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know how to order where that's not my meal costs the same as everybody else's combined. So it's because she didn't know about the Luann, the platter. Luann platter. I try to tell her about the Luann, but she, you know, Mandy, she doesn't always listen. She's <laughs> just going rogue. But <laughs> like, it's so easy to do that when they're yeah. like, what side do you want? And you're yeah. like, that, literally that everything. One, that one, that one, and the cheese stick, of course. Man, I I thought the cheese stick was like an exclusively Midland thing, so I I no. find that really cool. We used yeah. to, we would go with my grandparents, yeah. um, to Luby's, and um, we would sit there for hours. And yeah. when the coffee, we would hear the coffee cart come by, and my mm. mamma would be like, "Oh, <sighs> another cup," and I was like, "I'm gonna die here." I forgot all about the tea coffee lady. That's that's a that, that's a memory that you know just just sparked up. Oh yeah, I like. One of my favorite memories with Katie is we were kids and our parents let us sit at our own table and this lady walked by with the tea cart and Katie was drinking soda and we like were so excited to have soda yeah. and she it was like half full and it, I guess it was kind of light mm. and the lady walked by and went more tea oh, no. and then just filled it. Yeah. Um, and I probably say that to Katie 10 times a week. I'll like just call her and go more tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cafeteria. So much cafeteria talk. And yeah, the fact that we'll never go to a cafeteria again. Thanks, pandemic. They're open. Oh my gosh. They're just not letting you get your own tartar sauce, so I'm not interested. Yeah. Which, yeah. Who is? Well, because I don't want to stand there for forever and be like, please more. I need more. Please more. Please don't stop scooping tartar sauce. So. Never stop. <laughs> and you know that tartar sauce is one of my least favorite things in the world. I mean, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. It's, it's got everything. Space. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what did you do over the break? Um, so we went and visited Mandy's parents, which was nice. Uh, and then I also visited uh, some other friends when we were in Alabama. Um, but my favorite thing that happened was that we were sitting around with Mandy's mom, and um, she started telling us stories about gun safety with her uncle. Um, apparently when she was younger, her uncle wasn't necessarily the, the safest person with a gun and uh, told a couple of, of tales about how uh, – he he had some gun accidents that were near misses for for people in the family, and then finally he crawled over a like a barbed wire fence at some point and shot off his toe, um, and the the shooting off of the toe was just leading into the story that I've kind of teased almost for a week now with you. Yes, I'm really excited about the warlock. Yes. So, um, after her uncle shot off her toe, they went. Not to the doctor, not to the hospital, not to a clinic. They went to like the, their uncle or whatever that is a warlock, and he was going to help fix them up. Now, what? The warlock. <laughs> the warlock uh, didn't have his own clinic. Um, uh, yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah. he um, he uh, kind of hung out around a, a bait shop, <laughs> as warlocks will do. Um, and uh, it's kind of a, a disputed on how you how the warlock actually worked. If he was doing some sort of incantation, or if he was just repeating some sort of Bible verse, um, but 
a Christian warlock? <laughs> I'm fascinated. Listen, this is small town <laughs> rural Alabama. So weird. It could definitely happen. I'm not doubting any of this story. So um, I thought, well, hit the warlock, like put the toe back on, but n- that wasn't the case. The warlock was there just so that he could stop the bleeding. So he was able to stop the bleeding. Bleeding stops on its own, doesn't it? Well, I mean, eventually, but if you shoot your toe off, it's going to be bleeding for a while, but the warlock was able to stop the bleeding. The warlock's name is is Alvis, which I always thought was... Alvis? Alvis. A-L-V-I-S. Alvis, which I think is a great name. I feel like you have to be a warlock if your name is Alvis. (laughs) Like, you don't have a choice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a crazy story about warlocks living outside of bait shops where they're helping the... uh, that stop bleeding is fun. Um, I love that. I also asked like how anybody knew about the warlock because obviously he didn't advertise that he was a warlock because you know who advertises their warlock business, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. after Salem, they're like, Man, yeah, I'm not telling kinda, you that. Kind of keep it on the, the down low. Um, but the warlock could also uh, remove your warts if you had any warts. He was good at that. Stopping <laughs> incantations or Bible verses, not freezing them. No, incantations or Bible verses. Did he dress like a warlock? In my mind, he did. Yeah, I'm totally envisioning a very tall hat with stars and moons on it. Yeah, there's no doubt. I like it. Yeah. So he was kind of advertising in my head. (laughs) (laughs) People knew he was a warlock. I feel like there aren't that many warlocks in... (laughs) Maybe maybe there are. Maybe there are. Yeah. That's like, it seems like a weird thing that... Yeah, so that 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 was my fun story from Thanksgiving, and it, it, her mom like just told this story like it was the most natural thing ever. Like, there's no sort of like joking or kidding about this story. It was just that Uncle Alvis is a warlock, and this is how he did. He stopped the bleeding of the toe after the uncle shot it off. That I love that. Yeah, I love stories like that yeah, for sure. Like, what a treat. Yeah. Um. Your Thanksgiving was it any? <laughs> no. Anywhere do you cool. like that? No. No. We uh, ate Cracker Barrel, which was really good, and then um, I, Katie and I had bought some ornament kits uh, to make our own ornaments. Um, and on the back it was like, "Hey, you need some glue just to like glue a couple things down." And I was like, "I have super glue. I just bought it." Um, and in my head, I was like, "That's fine. It's, it'll be fine." And then. Um, we glued our hands to our ornaments and our hands together. Um, and I think Katie lost some skin in the process because at one point she had her hand glued to her ornament and her fingers glued together. Mm. And it was, I, I bought it at the dollar store, but it was wild super glue. Yeah. And so her boyfriend had to like pull her fingers apart and she was bleeding. Um, and they're like truly the stupidest, stupidest ornaments you'll ever see in your entire life looks like a child made it um so yeah it was a lot of uh pain and suffering for not uh not a lot of payoff i'm gonna show you the ornament and then we'll post the picture but like that's it um it's santa in a winter wonderland and i didn't know what to do with the candy cane so i just glued it on the outside and then there's a tree i just dropped the tree in there so the tree keeps falling down Mm mm-hmm that's it. I mean, made that. How many did you make? Two. Like, I have another kit. I'm but not, you're worried about like your super glue sticking. Yeah. Together like I have much. an unopened kit, but I was like, how am I gonna? I can't like 
I can't go through that pain again. I have glue on my hands for forever. Right. And they were like, oh, well, you can use nail polish remover to take it off. But unfortunately, I spilled all my nail polish remover in the bathtub, so I didn't have any. So. Hold on. Can we go back <laughs> to that story? Yeah. So the other day I decided that if I wanted to take my nail polish off, it'd be smarter to do it in the bath because then, like, because I always, you know, I don't know. It seemed like the, a good idea. But also, then when I grabbed it, it slipped and it just dropped it. Mm-hmm. So then Katie was like, where's your nail polish remover? And I was like, oh, I spilled Down it. Down the drain. I spilled it in the bath. Yeah. And she was like, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, maybe we can get off with hand sanitizer. But then I was like, oh, man, should we really be using hand sanitizer? That's yeah, like gold. Clean? You know, this summer, Greg decided that Purell kept the mosquitoes away. And he didn't <laughs> tell me, but we were just running out of Purell so fast. And then I came into the house one day and he was literally covering his entire body in Purell. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, um, I've been using the Purell as bug spray. And I was like, so what you're telling me is that we're in the middle of a pandemic and like I'm every time I find Purell, I'm buying it just to like make sure we have enough. And you're covering your whole body in it every day. He'd been doing this. And I thought he was just keeping his hands real clean. And we were running out. No, so, using the whole thing. But does it work? He says it does. Well, I don't believe that it works, but um, my friend Casey was there with me when it happened. And just the other day, we were like sitting there quietly, and she was like, "You know what? I was just thinking of that makes me smile." And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Greg covering his whole body in Purell during a pandemic <laughs> to keep the bugs away." Yeah. So anyway, we tried to use hand sanitizer to get it off, and then I, eventually I cut some lemons. Mm-hmm. And it said use alcohol, like isopropyl alcohol, and I didn't have any. I had hydrogen peroxide. That didn't work. Um, <laughs> Did it bubble up at least? <laughs> no. Well, on Katie, Jeff, she was bleeding. <laughs> and then eventually we cut some lemons, and I just we just rubbed the lemons all over our hands. Yeah. That kind of helped. Okay. Most of it we just bit off. We just, like, used our mouths to get it off. <laughs> anyway, Katie and I are riddled with germs almost all the time. Yeah. Well, you guys are both pretty healthy people, so that's not the problem. No. That's what we did during break. All right. I like it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about actual library stuff if we want to. Yeah, let's do it. So our theme today is change. And the reason we picked that theme is because our building's under construction, and it's just like we're in phases. So the first phase was done before we left for break, kind of. Um, And now... The um, front of the building is shut off, and the construction is having literally at the front door of the library. Um, and it's, like, super annoying, and everything has changed. And so this week, we were, like, we were talking about pl- – we were planning our podcast, but always, like, also talking about, like, how annoyed we were by the construction and how it was just, like, throwing us off our game. And we are like, okay, well, we definitely need to talk about change. Right, because we hear a constant, like – tapping and rapping and, and everything else that that these guys are working from the time that we get here till the time we leave um and so you know construction's been going on but it's been going on pretty far away from us and so it hasn't really affected us as far as you know we can leave through the same door we came in you know we when people come and pick up things we we go to that same front door and drop things off i mean it's a very short trip for us and then this week just they came in and started walling off our escape route to the <laughs> to yes. be able to hand things off and it's like okay well that's that's different and then just the constant noise has been has been kind of a, a pain 
Well, and I think what you just said is like, it like you know, there's a bigger meaning to it. That it didn't matter until it impacted us. Yeah. Until it wasn't a huge deal. And so now we're like feeling that more than ever. And I feel like it's kind of, we were talking when we were, we, we did our pandemic episode like a couple episodes ago. And we were talking about how like we don't see kids anymore and we feel real isolated yeah. from, away from kids. And there, but there are some librarians who are still like their schools are running as normal, strangely enough. And they're seeing kids and it makes it hard to like do your job enjoy your job when you're seeing other people do the same job but they like get right. to see kids so i think it's the same thing where like you know those librarians that are kind of living like their normal lives don't really think about how it feels to like be not be able to see anybody because it doesn't affect them not because they're like being jerks because it literally doesn't affect them and you tend to not spend too much time on things that you're not directly dealing with yeah, so. and we weren't seeing a ton of kids the last six weeks, the yeah. last 12 weeks, but, I mean, we would have a, a steady flow of kids we were seeing. Um, this week, it's been... None. Dead. I mean, we haven't... So we haven't covered any classes this week. Before Thanksgiving, we were covering classes like crazy. And it wasn't a ton of kids, but we would have kids in here. And it's just been... I mean, we can count on two hands the number of kids we've actually seen who weren't just here to pick up something. Yeah. It's been... It's been kind of shocking, and and just getting used to that is going to be a big a big deal. And so we got to figure out, okay, so how are we going to make ourselves useful? Because just sitting here and 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 doing technology stuff remotely for for people and answering the phones and and doing those kind of things, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do in order to make ourselves, you know, valuable to the school. Yeah, and to the teachers. Right. Um, and it's also it's hard because because of construction, we have a new office that's moved in. And they're, like, actually very easy to have in our space. Yeah. I haven't felt like they've, like, encroached no. upon anything or asked us for a million things. They they were just, like, happy to have a place to be. Um, but still, it's different. Like, we're our library is full of adults yeah. and no kids. And it's never been right. like that before. Yeah. So. so it's the two of us. Next door in the office, there's two other adults. And then, and now the back of the office or, or the back of the library, there's three other adults most of the days of the week. Um, and then we have also had some like special ed inclusion teachers who now like kind of have lost their homes. And so yep. we've, we've picked up one more of those. I mean, so we're looking at like eight full-time people in here and then several people who are in here for, you know, hours during the day to, to do theirs. And so at one point, I just sat. I was just sitting at my computer, and like I, I could hear next door Zoom call. I could hear Zoom call on one side of the library. I could hear Zoom call on the other side of the library, and I was just like, "Well, this is kind of where we are. Is that I'm going to hear three different people talking on Zoom calls for the next however long? And, and there's not an end in sight for us. I mean, it's like this yeah. is not like a three week thing. This is like a we're going to be doing this probably till the end of the year, till like the end, end of the school year, end of school year, right? And then so, at that point, <laughs> we'll be packing up and moving into a classroom. Into a classroom. Yeah. So for us, I think it's going to be constant change, and we're adapting. So like we've kind of had to adapt this week because a bunch of teachers moved into their new rooms, and yeah. a bunch of teachers moved into different rooms. And anytime a teacher picks up and moves, and they have like a new Promethean board, a new this, a new that, there's inevitably going to be problems. Sure. And a lot of times, it's not even like them not knowing how to do it. It's just there's something that's not working or there's some weird little thing that yeah. the person who was in there before didn't tell them about. Yeah. So we've definitely been busy. Yeah. Like, but it's, you know, doing a lot of tech stuff, but 
And ultimately, at this point, I don't mind that because it keeps us working. Right. And so we'll have teachers who normally do not use their pins, you know, on their Promethean boards. And so, like, when they change rooms and then the pin's not working on the board, the teachers come to us and they're like, yeah, the pin's not working. And I'm like, yeah, well, apparently it hasn't been working for a while because, yeah, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, of things like that. And the other big thing is is the Internet. Um, so <laughs> the one thing you need while you're having virtual school is Internet. And so we had these teachers move into these new rooms where they were told, yeah, you know, either the wired Internet is not working or the wireless Internet is not working or in some of our cases – Neither one is working. Mm-hmm. And so we just have these, these you know, parts of the building that are just no wired, no wireless internet. And it's like, how are they supposed to be reaching the kids? And, and so it's, it's really tough. Um, we handed out a couple of hotspots to try to make it better. Um, we've been putting in tickets and everything else, but it's, it's a mess. Yeah, it is. But I still, we say that, like, I feel like we've been talking about <laughs> <laughs> like wah, wah. Yeah. I still like don't like dread coming to our job. So I'm nope. like, there's my silver lining. Yep. I don't ever wake up and be like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. I'm no. usually like, time to work. Yeah. And then I show up and I talk and I never stop yeah. until <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Till the day ends. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're just uh, dealing and adapting. Another weird thing is our schedule. It's really strange. Yeah, as far as our, our kids are, have the opportunity starting next week to come back full-time. Mm-hmm. So, so far, we haven't had the ability to have our any of their kids come back full-time. If they wanted to, they had to be there only two or three days a week. Um, and starting next week, some of those kids who are just really struggling with this virtual learning, they're going to have the opportunity to come back. So it'll be interesting to see the number of students we have um, on campus versus, versus uh, staying at home. Um, we've had discussions with some of the teachers and the teachers are just saying that, um, a lot of their, like, even like they're really great kids who are, you know, super high academic, um, academically strong, but also like motivated kids are just at this point in the year kind of done with virtual learning. And unfortunately, a lot of those kids are still, um, planning on staying at home or even transitioning from a hybrid schedule where they're here some of the days to going at, uh, at home the whole time, yeah. which is it's concerning. I mean, I understand we need to, you know, be careful about the number of students we have in the school, but there's there's kids who need to be here. For sure. Yeah, there's definitely a need. Um, but ultimately, we have less kids. And so for us, I think less kids cause less programs. Sure. Um, and I look, I'm not going to lie. We've done a ton of programs in this library, even when we had hundreds of kids in here, during, like in the morning. Um where they like were super flops but we would always have at least a couple programs a month that were like a thing that right. brought people in or things that that they just like to do so it's a weird adjustment i feel like we've redefined our job quite a bit this year um and really just to fit this year and i think we one thing that every librarian has to remind themselves is that it's not going to be like this forever it might be different but it's not yeah. going to be like this forever and it's important not for us to not fall into that pattern even when things go back to normal. For sure. Because it could be really easy for us to be like, eh, I mean, we haven't done, like, programs this whole year. And then yeah. next year we're like. Yeah, we're not doing anything then. No. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to be a problem with No, us. we'll be so excited. Yeah, we're like, like, yes. We're like, we're doing a project every day. Yes. <laughs> like, so fun. And I love. So every year in the library, 
until this year. I've bought gingerbread houses, the little gingerbread village, and then I hot glue them together and put all the stuff out to decorate them with a sign that's like, don't eat any of this. It has hot glue on it. (laughs) That was just to deter them from eating. Right. At one point. Yeah. As a person who was just chewing off the (laughs) the, the The glue glue from uh, making ornaments, I would just chewed it off. At one point I did. I was like. I, we put them out, and they were always super fun. I'd buy a bunch of kits, and the kids really liked them. And we'd do that during finals week. Um, this kid walked up, and he had one in his hand, and he was like, uh, what are these? And we were like, oh, it's a gingerbread house. And it was already decorated. It had, like, some icing and stuff on it. And he was like, can I decorate it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, can I eat it? And I was like, no, it has glue on it. And then he just bit, just took a huge bite out of the roof. And yeah. he was like, it's still good. It's fine. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely can't do that this year. Yeah. But. <laughs> says says the person who's already, like, thrown out three times this week. Well, we can just make uh, warm cookies. We can, like, <laughs> make cookies. And have everybody, I'm like, Jennifer, we talked about this last week. You cannot just start making cookies for everybody. I know. I'm dying to give out warm cookies. Yeah. Like, I just want to give kids cookies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird i don't know uh, yeah you know that's that's gonna be i'm gonna get that on a shirt one day we'll be able to give kids warm cookies again <laughs> and then i'm gonna get fired <laughs> yeah let's let's not put that on a shirt <laughs> it's plausible deniability before that <laughs> anyway this i feel like we're listen we've got to pick like less bummed out topics yeah Are for there, sure is this at like an telling us something about ourselves yeah well i mean oh, so first Are of all we okay yeah well first of all nobody is okay right now anybody sure. who's like yeah this is fine everybody's good is is lying to themselves and to everybody else nobody is like excelling in this this true. If, and if they are they're making it worse for everybody else so i think we just need to realize it's okay like we all know that that this is going on we all know that we're in the middle of a pandemic things are different we're going to offer as much stuff to our kids as we can but we also have to like you know realize that that we're not going to be rock star librarians like we you know want to be all the time so true um and 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 realize that that's okay yeah um keep doing what we're doing being as nice and positive as we can with the people that are here um, which is tough at times, right? I mean, we see some of the same kids in for the same issues over and over again. We have a kid who comes in about every three days and asks for a schedule to be printed off. And it's it's kind of annoying after a while. It's like, oh, kid, you just had a schedule printed off yesterday. I forgot to tell you, actually, when I was on my way to work today after dropping that laptop off, I yeah. saw that kid. But he was walking the opposite way, and it was like nine. And I wanted to roll down my window and be like, yo. I know your schedule doesn't say to walk that way. <laughs> so can I, I didn't. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't because guess who showed up today? That kid. For he comes schedule? in and I'm thinking, ah, oh, this kid. And that's why I'm kind of bringing this up because I thought, oh, this kid is going to want another stupid schedule printed off for him. And like literally we've both done it three or four times each. And so th- this kid has like a home collection of his schedule that he's, I mean, he's got a tree worth at this point. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. But when he came in, he's like, hey, uh, I'm not actually supposed to be here today because we're still on the hybrid schedule. And it's an A day, B day, silver, purple, all this stuff. And, of course, it's a little difficult to keep up with. And so the kid who can't keep up with the schedule, of course, can't always figure out where he's supposed to be. And so he asked to call his mom. And so he called his mom. And I guess his mom told him to walk home since he got it wrong. Yeah. I imagine she was like, no. Yeah. 
So oh. that that kind of goes back to the whole thing. Like, you know, yes, he's come in 12 times to ask for a schedule, but sometimes he just needs help for something else and don't, like, make, make that judgment call when he walks in. So it's just, like, I guess a, a good reminder that to try to keep our happy face on and try to keep being positive for, yeah. for our patrons. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we are pretty good at that. We're good at Oh, yeah. Like, like outwardly. Excited yeah. excited see people. Sometimes we'll sit in the office. Oh, yeah. Like the we'll snide like, comments we have to back and forth to each other might not be. Uh, no. We definitely have moments where I'm like, oh, well, I guess you're ignoring me now. And then somebody <laughs> walks in and you're like, hello, how can I help you? Like, it's very. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um. What else are we going to talk about? Let's move on from change. Yeah. Let's change the subject. Mm. <laughs> but, um, mm. yeah. Um, we want to do some recommendations? Yeah. So, um, for, first of all, we pushed back our book club again. We promise it's going to happen. Um, well, it's because we scheduled it on a Saturday on accident. <laughs> and nobody told us. Is anybody listening to this thing? Is this thing on? Like, we <laughs> said it was December 5th, and everybody's just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking to my mom on yeah, the phone. Yeah, we sent, <laughs> we sent out a bunch of emails, and everybody's just like, yeah, December 5th from 4 to 5 or whatever. Yeah, December fifth is tomorrow for us. It's it's a Saturday. Yeah, we're not doing a, a book club on Saturday. So thanks everybody for not telling <laughs> us we were wrong. Um, so we're moving it to next Thursday, the tenth, um, and we're still gonna read. Uh, I'm not your perfect Mexican daughter by Erica Sanchez. Um, just finished listening to it. Um, this last week, I'm very excited to have our book club. It, there, it, there's just so many things to unpack in that book it's like every topic is just one right after the other on that so i'm I'm really excited to talk about it um so that's that's my book recommendation i have a tv show recommendation too and Uh, it's called i'm sorry uh it's with andrea savage um you about to call her savage (laughs) savage she's french um (laughs) so uh this is probably um probably in the top five like tv shows for me it's really funny um she's such a good character it's got um i forgot his name tom everett scott that sounds right sounds right yeah um and is her husband um and cute little kid and and they're you know it's it's a comedy about their life and and all the strange things that happen and it's it's so good so um, I had people that recommended it to me a couple of years ago, and I've probably watched it. It's only two seasons, uh, like 10-ish episodes each season. I've probably watched it four or five times. It's really good. I added it to my list. Yeah. But I still watched King of the Hill last night, but I will watch it once I get through season 10 of King of yeah. the Hill. Yeah. I've never seen it before. Season 10? No, I'm just kidding. I've seen them all like 20 times. Right. I yeah. was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I uh, have a recommendation too. It's a podcast recommendation. Ah. And it ain't this one. This no. Garbage podcast. <laughs> Obviously. It's a podcast called It Was Simple uh, The Betty Broderick Murders. Um, so it's an LA Times podcast. They put out some really cool podcasts, and they're usually like four or five episodes. They're like kind of quick listens just yeah. about different things that have happened. Um, and uh, this one's four episodes. And it's about um, Betty Broderick, obviously a true story um, about some murders that she committed, just some murders. Um, but no big deal. there, there's also a TV series. So you know, the podcast. There was a podcast called Dirty John, which was really, really good. Good, so And good. they turned it into a TV show. Yep. And then they came out with Dirty John Two, and mm-hmm. it's which I was like, that's weird. Why are you calling it that? Right. But 
Anyway, it's based on um, the Betty Broderick murders. Right. And it's got Christian Slater in it, so ain't nobody turning that down. No. Like, we, we all need a little more Christian Slater in our life. I've said the word ain't twice That's in like right. two minutes. Anyway, it's very good. I would recommend it. I listened to it while I was um, canning the other day. And like, it just... It moves. It moves quickly. Yeah, nothing goes together like uh, canning and podcasting. And I mean, murder. And murder. So yeah, this is obviously we advertise our own podcast is not a true crime podcast, but I think we both listen to lots of true crime. And so, um, one of the ones that we've been listening, one of the ones that I've been listening to, um, is Tom Brown's Body. Um, so it is um, put out by Texas Monthly, who does always great things, and it's Skip uh, Hollinsworth. Um, is the one who does the narrating, and he's also the guy who does most of the uh, detective work behind the behind the scenes. And it's a crazy story of this um, like senior class president, football player um, from a small rural Texas town called Canadian, and um, he comes up missing. Uh, and so it's the story of um, what what happens to him. And it's eight episodes long, so not too long, um, but really really worth a, a, a listen. I'm going to listen to it. Um, well, thank you for that recommendation, but now I think it's time for us to air our grievances. With the airing of grievances, I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> that was aggressive. It was very aggressive. Because <laughs> I'm feeling aggressive about this. Okay. Here's the thing. Before we left for break, you did something that I'm coining hipstered me. Uh-huh. And I thought about that today because Mendez is a hipster. Uh-huh. Um, and it was about Dollywood. So uh-huh. he was, met, you're driving through this town and it's called Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge. Yeah. And so he showed me pictures of it and yeah. it's like ugh, the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. It's very cool. There's like a wax museum and Dollywood is there. And I was like, heck, yes, Dollywood. And you're like, and I was like, have you ever been to Dollywood? And you're like, what? Why would I go to Dollywood? <laughs> Anyway, you hipstered me. So, um, you know, now you have to buy me tickets to Dollywood. Yeah, and we talked about <laughs> we talked about that uh, our first our first road trip post pandemic has got to be go to Pigeon Forge because I just want to see the joy in your eyes when you go to all these ridiculous ridiculous places. It's like anybody that's ever driven through Pigeon Forge, it's it's the worst of Middle America. It's just so bad. Like you're hipstering me again it's but okay. so bad so um yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be uh tough for me to say but jenny uh my grievance with you is that you play hipster music <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's right here on this paper Did play we just, hipster music we, both of our grievances is that we're hipsters yeah we're hipsters in different ways i guess <laughs> what hipster music oh my gosh like it, Jenny's like, oh, and I'm listening to this, and then I'm going to listen to this, and oh my gosh, and then they'll listen to this. And like everything that she listens to is a song that I have never heard in my <laughs> entire life. And <laughs> I think that even at one point a couple weeks ago, we had talked in, um, oh, we talked about uh, that you submitted some songs for to Nicole one time, and she's just like, what is all this that you're in? Yeah. So yeah, just, she was like, everybody give me songs for the Galentine's playlist. Uh-huh. And when I sent her mine, she was like, get out of town. <laughs> She's like, um, songs that people have heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like, I, th- I think what she does is that she goes, like, somehow she has, like, some sort of Spotify um, list of, like, songs that have only been played 800 times or something. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> that's that's where she ends up finding all the music. And then once it reaches like to like a thousand, she's like, oh, I can't listen to this anymore. Oh yeah. no, I've been accused of being a music snob a couple of times. So, but also. I got my the Spotify. But you just said, but also, <laughs> like, the way you said that. Even also. Anything after this, it doesn't count. I got my Spotify wrapped up thing, you know, where Spotify's like, here's the music you love, and it's super fun. And my number one most played song was Monster Mash. So okay, first of it's all. It's also kind of hipstery, I guess. <laughs> it's like so stupid. How many songs? I would love to see the total number of songs you listen to, because it's like, Oh, the first play of this was October 31st. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't listen to Spotify before That's October true. 31st. So, yeah, let's throttle I, back just a little okay. bit. I, <laughs> I also got my replay 2020 for Apple Music, which is what I actually use sure. quite a bit. Um, and it's Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles. At first, like 20 songs are Harry Styles. And yeah. then a band called By the Coast and a girl called Liza Ann, who's really awesome. And then the Deftones, the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like pretentious hipster, pretentious hipster, pretentious hipster. Okay, fine. So we're both hipsters in different ways. Yep. You just hate Dollywood. I just hate everything that's wrong with middle America. And I embrace and you... it <laughs> in an ironic way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that was fun. Yeah. Um, other fun things that are happening to us this week. We're moving into more, you know, fun portion of the podcast now hearing grievances is the most fun part let's be honest yeah but silver linings are also fun um and so what are our silver linings yeah so uh the first one is that we were contacted by the special aid department and they said they had a little bit of extra money left in their budget and asked us what we wanted to spend it on yeah um so we had worked with the special aid department a couple times already this year um, and we'd love working with them because one, they'll work with us, right? So yes. they, they want to come in. So we want them to come in. Um, and so that makes it really easy. And so just kind of like a, the, the nod to, Hey, you're working with our kids. We want to help you back. And it's just like, Oh, that makes me feel good. So yeah. we also need to figure out what we want to do and email them back. Yeah, for sure. That. But yeah, I was excited when we got that email cause we like love on our, on those kiddos so much. And it's nice to be yeah. appreciated for it. For sure. Um, and it's also, we were appreciated by our campus and we won support staff of the month. Yeah. Um, and so our picture is up on the wall and it's a good picture. Yeah. We don't have masks on. Uh, but it was the one time I think we've been in a room without masks on. Yeah. And then the we last... both got a stomach bug and threw up. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yep, that was it. That's what happened. The 12 seconds that we spent <laughs> without well, a mask on. We took two pictures. <laughs> And we were like, okay, we're going to take our masks off. We're going to take the picture and then we're going to put them back on. And both times I turned and went, that was good without my mask on. I just like, spit in your face. <laughs> and the first one was not good. It was like, you're like, that's good. I'm like, no, that looks horrible. <laughs> I also posted a video that begins with Mendez's eyes closed for like <sighs> 10 seconds. Yeah. She's certainly sabotaged me this, this, this year with the, the photos and the videos. No, I just think everybody looks nice all the time. So um, the, next <laughs> one, <laughs> the next one is Cherry Cordials. Um, so they are in the stores right now. And I don't mean like those things that you are traditionally thinking about with Cherry Cordials. I'm talking about Little Debbie Snacks Cherry Cordials. And so about two years ago, um, we were on a road trip. And uh, my friend John like brought out these Little Debbie Cherry Cordials that he had bought at Walmart. And I'm like... All right, how good these can these be? Like, I mean, you know, they're not going to taste one. They're not going to taste like cherry cordials, and two, 
you know, Little Debbie is a hit or miss. We love Little Debbie, but it's hit or miss. And these things are hits every in every way. They're so, so good. Yeah. So um, they're back in stores. Um, we may have gone through a couple boxes this, <laughs> this Thanksgiving already. Um, and then today, when I show up at work, Jenny has bought a box of cherry cordials for the office. And she, she still hadn't had one, and then we, we decided this morning <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah, be a great so time good. to break into them. Um, so what do you think, Jenny? They're so good. Okay, here's the things I love about Little Debbie's. Icing. There's always icing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, super sweet. It makes the back of your mouth hurt. So much. Love it. Yep. It makes me think of... Uh, oh God. When I was a kid, and I used to lick my finger and stick it in the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and stick it in the Kool-Aid powder. <laughs> And then, and I, I would do it. And then my mom would. Oh my God. Anyway, then I'd have a red finger. And my mom would be like, "Have you been eating the Kool Aid out of the straight out of the tub again?" And I was like, "Yes." Um. So yeah, that's what it makes me think. Gosh. Uh-huh. Um. And then it's. I love the waxy coating on them. Like they always have this super like just waxy, and I when I smelled it, I was like, "Boo, that smells like a bummer." Yeah. But no, it's so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you if you haven't had the cherry cordials yet, um, go go buy them, get get some. Yeah, we have some in the office, but you can't come here and get them. No. One because you can't come in the school. Right. Two because we won't share them. Yeah, and it's a pandemic. We shouldn't share things like cookies. We and should keep them all for ourselves. Or should we? No, we shouldn't. Oh. Maybe we should just start handing out cherry cordials to kids when they come in. That's not a We'll just warm idea. them up no. in our hands first. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> anyway. Um, I have one more that I just added to their silly lines. What's that? The fact that, so for the last month, Jenny, so first of all, we all know that Jenny loves Harry Styles. It's like the number one thing in her life, right? It's Harry Styles or bust, right? So um, there's a video called Golden. Golden by Harry Styles, and he's running. In this such video. a silver lining. It's 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 a good video. It really is, and so um, and a very catchy song, and so uh, she listened to it once or twice, and then like one morning she came in and was going to listen to it again, and it was like blocked, blocked. individual blocked. I mm-hmm. don't even know what it was. Like it's something I've never seen before. Somebody like saw that she was watching this video and like <laughs> blocked me blocked from her it from it. So um, this week she she tried again, and it was unblocked. We watched the whole video. Yeah, we did. So it was, uh, it was good. So yeah, we'll link that golden video so you can watch it twelve more times. It's so good. He's wearing gloves. He's wearing a fluffy shirt. He's running. He's wearing a sailor's cap. Leaning all over everybody's car. Yes. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Oh boy, yeah. is he? Yeah. Anyway, that's the weirdest thing I've ever said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay, fine. Um. So other other things that we've looked up on the internet this week, um, well, we've looked at a couple things. One of them is an Easter lamb cake, and if you've never heard of an Easter lamb cake before, you're not alone, because yeah. Mendez hadn't, and I hadn't until like maybe a couple years ago, yeah. but it's like a, a huge thing at Easter where you get this cake that looks like a lamb, and that's like neither here nor there. It's kind of boring, whatever, um, but there's a great series of pictures of this person who goes to buy a lamb cake, but there's a super long line. And then they get like a lamb cake that looks, it's like the lamb has seen some things. So then they're like, I'll fix it. And it's like just this progression of them trying to fix the lamb cake. It's so good. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just like, we'll post it. It's yeah. like not safe for work because there's a couple like captions on it that I don't think are bleeped out. Yeah. I mean, it's got some words in it. Yeah. But words you would read in a YA book. Um, and, but just, just so you know, like yeah. don't open it in front of your boss or do if they're cool. Yeah. If you got a cool <laughs> boss, I mean, we would certainly open it in front of ours. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, so, uh, the other thing that I have is Frida from the peanuts. And I actually didn't know the name of the, that I looked up little redhead girl from peanuts. Um, because we, um, we're making our, our, uh, holiday celebration, uh, decorations. And, um, so we made, um, we, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny made cutouts of, of all the people that now work in the library um, so that we can uh, have ourselves in Peanuts characters on the front windows. And so um, we had to look up who the little red-haired girl is because Katie now has red hair. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a little red-haired girl. She's certainly the little red-haired girl. So um, whose who's name is Frida? Who knew? Isn't that interesting? I like, and I like little red-haired girl, but <laughs> not as much as girl whose name I don't know from my favorite Charlie Brown it's called why Charlie Brown why mm. it's about I'm like such a Debbie Downer um, Katie calls me that all the time um, it's about like Charlie Brown has this friend and maybe it is little redheaded girl mm. I don't know she gets leukemia yeah and then he comes to her house and he's like where's all your pretty hair and she's like it fell out oh my gosh I watched it like a hundred times I have it in book form Casey bought it for me at the uh, Dallas Friends of the Library book sale. She was like, yeah. oh, there's that real bummer Charlie Brown that Jenny loves. Yeah. So here, here you go. It's good. Like, I would tell it. I'm telling you, watch it. Good. It's fantastic. Um, just to finish up for our uh, podcast today, I uh, wanted to give a big shout out to uh, my friend Chad, who's the library, I'm going to mess this up, library director at Grapevine Public. And um, <laughs> don't what look a at me shout like, out. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> He's my he's my friend Chad. That's how I know Chad. So Chad is is an awesome guy and an awesome uh, father. And Chad helped um, one of his sons uh, learn how to make music. And so our intro music and our outro music today are from Chad's um, son. And so we'll put a link to uh, that music page um, in our website. Um, please go visit. Listen to all the tracks. He's already got. I think. Uh, one album is completely ready for download, um, and it's kind of one of those you can listen, and if you like it, um, you can throw a couple bucks his way, and it'll make a, a big difference in, you know, a, a young kid's life. Um, but he's already, I think, got like four albums ready to drop, which is super cool. Insane. Yeah. Like, what have we done with our lives? Yeah. No kidding. So that's librarians. awesome. Yeah. So uh, speaking of things ready to drop... Um, <laughs> The last thing. I know I told you that was the other last <laughs> thing. There's a picture of, of the, I took a picture of the Grinch the other day, and that's going to be the picture that is for this episode on our website because it looks like the, the Grinch <laughs> is ready to drop some <laughs> sick beats. It does. Yeah. So uh, you, guys, you guys will have to go to the website and see the Grinch about to drop some sick beats. That was a weird way to lead into that, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that was cool. Right. Anyway, so... Uh, there's that last word comment that Mendez made is something for you to just keep thinking about when this podcast is over. So <laughs> y'all have a, have a good day. <laughs>